And welcome to Talking ATVs and Side-by-Sides, episode number four. Today is April 2nd. Uh, it's been a while, guys, since I made anything. I've been working on some things for this. Uh, I did get a Facebook page set up. Um, so, yeah, back on social media as much as I didn't want to be, but I guess that's kind of the way i got to do things if I want this to work and reach out and get out there to you. So, uh, yeah, episode four, another Hillbilly East Coast talk. Um... I guess I just want to say that the COVID-19 um, is still running rampant. It's it's getting worse, uh, especially in this part of the world here. Um, so just try and stay safe and listen to officials and uh, what they're saying because it's 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 something that we have to do together. We're in this together. Our country's in this together, you know, and and we need to get this done. So. Um, it's going to take some time, but it's going to be something that we're going to have to work on together. And, uh, you know, we need, we need to adhere to the rules and, and, and what official they're saying. So, um, just first off, I want to say, I want to shout out a big thank you to all the doctors, the nurses, the firemen, the policemen, the EMS, the military, truckers, anyone that's doing essential runs of any type uh essential jobs of any kind you know there's people in grocery stores there's uh etc 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 the people that are still working and have to keep it going so that we can get what we need um thank you uh thank you for everything you're doing um for the people sitting at home it's probably best you stay at home um it's, it's a hard thing to, a hard thing to do i know it's, you're getting bored but you know there's lots of things you can do to uh buy to to to, you know um make up your time um social media is a great thing and uh you know there's podcasts to listen to there's you know this one there's other ones it's all kinds of things you can do to pass your time so i know the last update that i had looked at for the trails here um were that they put locks on the warming shacks uh, we can still use the trails, but there's locks on the warming shacks. Um, I also heard that they were, had a couple of shacks where the locks were broken. It's not funny. It's not a funny thing. They're locked for a reason. And we're very lucky in this part of the world to still be able to get out there and ride. Um, so I, I would suggest if you want to keep riding, um, because they will stop us. You know, that they, they have the power to do so. And you know unfortunately that can happen so let's try and uh, stay off the trail or stay on the trails but stay out of the warming shacks and um you know do your best to practice social distancing um i know last weekend uh, my name na- my neighbor went out with a couple other guys and and he said there was a lot of people still in big groups and real close to each other and you know that shouldn't be you know we need to practice social distancing because this is a sport that you know could eventually you know could keep us keep our time to uh not be so bored but you know if we continue to not listen to one if we continue to not work together it's going to continue to get worse before it gets better um so if if you are the person out there breaking the locks off these warming shacks shame on you you're wrecking it for other people but you know that's the way the world is not everybody wants to adhere to the abide by the rules and it's very unfortunate but 
that's the world we live in. Um, it should be uh, happy we can still use the trails. So I just want to get—I wanted to give a big shout out to those people that are still working and still doing their best. You know, there, there's doctors and nurses that can't see their families right now because they've been, you know, in contact with these people that are sick and in the hospital and they're working long hours, overtime, and it's just, you know, thank you for all that you're doing. Um, so last weekend, um, my bike was is still in the shop. It's. Uh, I called uh, the shop yesterday and the parts are in, so I was hoping that I was going to have it back by the weekend. Um, I still haven't heard anything that was yesterday, so hopefully I can have it back for the weekend because I would like to get out for a little ride and, uh, you know, just get some, just just to get some of my built-up anxiety gone, I guess, because uh, I haven't been on the bike in a while and, you know, I only, I bought the thing in September and I only got eight, like 822 kilometers on it and I want to get some more on it. I was actually hoping to be at a thousand by the end of next uh, end of 2019, and it didn't happen. But hopefully soon. Um, so my kids were out in the yard on the weekend. It was a beautiful day. I sat out there with them, and uh, they rode their bicycles and played with some other little yard toys. And it was just it was a really really nice weekend. Um, but sitting in my yard. I've seen all kinds of bikes going by in the house, all kinds of side-by-sides, you know, there was everything from sport bikes to to four-wheel drive, uh, sport utilities to sport four-wheel drives to side-by-sides of all types, um, so there was a lots of people out, and I wanted to be out, but of course my bike's in the shop, because I want to make some new stories, right, I've got stories to tell, but I want to make some new ones, and I want to, I want to, you know, basically just, just keep up on, on the ATV and, uh, sport as much as I, as best as I can to the best of my ability. Um, I am working on getting a few interviews done up, so it's not just me talking and rambling on stuff I've read and looked up, and, you know, hopefully I can get to a point where I can actually do a few reviews, um, but I am talking with a couple of accessory companies, um, to maybe get an interview up on accessories i'm talking to some local riders of people that i know to hopefully get them on the podcast and um to do some interviews on where they ride how they ride what type of bike they ride you know their experience um in in here in new brunswick and uh i also want to get if you if anybody out there is listening and uh you know, my email address is nickersonjeffrey6 at gmail.com. Send me an email. Love to hear from you. And uh, I'm also, like I said, on Facebook. You can find it. It's talking uh, ATVs and side-by-sides. I've just started the page, so there's like one video and a post there. So there's not very much right now, but that'll all come in time. I plan on making little uh, posts and blogs about what's going on, keeping you up to date on what I know. And, um, so all I know for bike news right now, it's all on the same clubs. They still got the warm shacks locked up and closed, but you can still use the trails. So let's try and try and do our best to, uh, to, to keep our social distancing to, to our, to our best ability. Nobody's perfect, but you know, we have to do our best and, uh, yeah, everything should be good. I promise you this is all going to get better if we work together. We're all in this together. So, you know, take care of your loved ones and, uh, you know, keep everybody safe.
Um, so I guess what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of my riding gear that I like because I don't have a bike to tell you where I went or what I did or anything or I don't have a bike to explain what's going on any yet. So I want to talk about some of my riding gear. I remember the first episode I talked about the entry level stuff. I picked some entry level bikes to talk about and I picked some gear, entry level gear. Now my gears, like I don't ride with motocross boots and I don't really ride a sport side by side. I ride you know, a sport, it's a, it's a utility four-wheeler, um, and I, uh, I really just kind of want to talk about the gear that I have, that I like, and the reasons why I like it, and I'm going to give you links to websites, and if you're interested in that, you know, um, kind of what I paid for pricing on it, and then, uh, then we'll go to an ATV story, um, and that'll be episode number four, so, yeah here we go so the first thing i want to talk about is the heat holder socks now these things are super warm and comfortable um i usually wear just a general pair like normal white socks you would wear uh and then these things they're right comfy they're soft they got a real kind of like uh i don't really know how to explain like a Almost like a nice towel-like feeling onto the inside, like a, like a nice cotton towel. Uh, and they're real thick, they're real warm. I wear them in my insulated rubber boots, which I'm going to talk about here soon, my Kamek ones. Uh, and they're usually, that's usually enough, honestly, on most days that I go biking, there's those rubber boots. Uh, and they're also, uh, they can fit inside my ski boots. So they're, uh, they're pretty warm, and they're comfortable, and they work with, different winter gear so um these here uh actually one they're one of my favorite things i own for biking and hunting i use them when i go hunting uh actually i don't use them when i go hunting i've never used them hunting yet they were a christmas gift so uh they cost about ten dollars i think they're 9.99 um and uh you can find them at www.heatholders.ca uh, go right on their website. They got all types of different things, and and there's a whole list of what they're good for, and what you can use them for. And uh, I'll tell you, whoever made the investment and got me these, I'm pretty sure it's my grandparents. Um, it was a good investment, well worth the ten bucks if that's what they paid for them. But uh, I like them. I think they're good, and I'd buy another pair. I'll probably buy. I'll actually probably buy myself another pair when hunting season does roll around. Uh, they're great um so you www.heatholders.ca is where you can find those um the next thing i'm going to talk about is my riding gloves now i like i said before i have all types of riding gloves but these ones here are uh they're a goat skin kevlar type glove they're made by endura and they're, they're a construction glove. You'd find them at a job site, I would imagine. That's what I figured when I started looking at the website, which if you go on their website, you'll notice the same thing. And uh, I, I got these right here in front of me. Uh, I brought these items to look at so I could talk about them. Um, so they're, they got the impact pads on the backs every, of every finger, across your knuckles in the, palm, in the back of your hand, down your thumb. And they're, yeah, they're a goatskin Kevlar. Um, there's, they got a sensolate lining in them. Uh, anybody that works in the oil industry is going to know about what I'm talking about. 
the little wristlets that they give you, like the yellow wristlets for protecting against burns, I think is what they were brought out for. I'm not totally sure. Well, it's that type of material on the inside, but they're a thin slate. And these things are great for, like, I could use these spring, summer, and fall, all three seasons. Um, and they're they're comfortable. Um, I got these things well broken in. These are the ones that I think I think I uh, I think these are the ones I was talking about that I uh, bought something from like a hardware store. Uh, I don't know if it was Fastenal or it was somewhere I went to get some stuff. Anyway, I spent so much money and they were giving gloves away. Um, it might have been a Schooner, maybe I don't. Know, I can't remember. It was one of those places. Anyway, I got a free pair of gloves and I've been using them. I like them. And uh, they got vibration dampening pads on the. Um, palm of the hand so that's another reason i like them they're cut and puncture proof um and if you have this is what this is where i found out they were more like a construction thing was because if you have a business uh of 25 employees they will send you a sample pack um i uh I don't have a business of 25 people, so I'm not going to go ahead and ask for a free sample. But if anybody from Superior Glove is listening, I like these things. Um, www.superiorglove.com. Um, the product code for these are 378GKG. Um, and... Uh, like I said, I like these gloves. I for riding, they are fantastic. You could do almost anything with these, and and most guys have a glove similar to them, but those ones I like. Um, they're sporty looking, like they they look kind of cool, kind of guy like 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 they'd look good on a bike. So, um, that's uh, that's one of my f also f favorite pieces of riding gear that I own. Um, next, uh, we got the. Kamek Icebreaker Rubber Boots, and they're the lined ones. Uh, everybody knows what they look like. Everybody, every, I'm sure everybody has seen these, I'm sure. Uh, you know, I bought mine at Canadian Tire. I paid like, uh, I think it was $69.99. I, I needed boots during hunting season, and then mine were kind of broken. and So I ran in and grabbed these things. And uh, you know what? They're comfortable. They're warm. Um... They're perfect for riding the bike. Uh, like I said, I get three 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 seasons out of them. Um, I, I guess I don't do a whole lot of cold cold day riding, but on the days I do go, I, I make sure it's a warm enough day that I don't need more. But if it is cold, I got my ski boots anyway. But most days, like I said, I can wear these rubber boots. Now they got the camel print at the top uh, with this drawstring on the insides of them with the the piece of insulation. Um, and uh, I've I've used them every time this year in cooler weather. Weather I've never used my uh, my winter boots. Now again, my bike's been in the shop for the last three weeks. Um, so it's starting to get warmer out now, and I think they're gonna be they're gonna be good. They're gonna be good. You know, I'm gonna be using them quite a lot more often anyway. Um, I use them all hunting season. Every day of the hunting season, I never used anything more than them. They were just plenty uh, with two, like, other insulated socks. So, um, 
they they work for me during the hunting season and um i really kind of kind of would say that there i wouldn't need much more for for like a biking boot because as i said before i don't wear motocross boots i don't need them um i bought the king quad because it's a trail riding bike right like i, I don't you know i like playing in the mud but i don't like um I don't like burying my stuff, and, and, you know, I mean, I'll take it through mud. I'm definitely not scared to take it through mud, but there's also a, there's a limit. And uh, I like to do more trail riding anyway. I'm more of a guy that likes to go out and put some kilometers on and, and you know, some technical trail, some open trail. Like, I, I kind of like it all. And mud, right? Like, if I could fit it all into a day, well, I would. Um, and winter riding around here is great. Like, I like winter riding, but... Uh, and you can go to more places in the winter. There's things that are frozen, you know, bogs that are frozen. You can get across easier, and you don't have to worry about getting the peat moss in your radiator. Like, like there's, that's the cool thing about around here is that as the season changes, it makes rides better in different areas. Then you know, with all this, it's it's I love it for that around here. But those boots, yeah, um, they uh, they're about I. Yeah, like I said, they're about 70 or $80. Um, I think Cabela's has them on their website. Yeah, that's where I found them. If you go to Google and type it in, you're going to find them. Uh, but it's, uh, I just, I couldn't find them on Canadian Tire's website. That's where I purchased them uh, for some reason. But uh, on Cabela's website, the product number is 36887004. And um, I think they were like 69 or 79 bucks on that website. Um, just let me see here. Uh, we'll have a look. And just to make sure. Yeah. $79.99 at Cabela's. That's right. Um, so, you know, they're three of my favorite. Uh, I guess, you know, not my favorite, but my best most used riding gear the stuff that you know some guys don't think about so if you're looking for warm socks heat holders for sure i love them they're great um you're looking for a good riding glove um that you just you know you want the kevlar fit and uh i'll tell you those ones i i like them they're durable they're they're great they're they're i can wear them three seasons of the year even though they are insulated they don't make my hands sweat um and the Kamek, uh, the Kamek rubber boots, the, with the, you know, the Hunter boots are, uh, they're kind of my three most used pieces of gear that I own. And, um, I just would say that out of, for a review, if I was to give it like a, on a five star rating, I give the, uh, the boots a four and a half. I give the heat holder socks a solid five. And I'd probably give the gloves um, four and a half um, if I was to give like a review number just off my experience with the stuff I'm using. So that is the riding gear part of this. Story time. So this is a story about a guy that I think kind of let his pride maybe get the best of them. There's going to be some guys that know me that were on with me on this particular day that would remember this story um so i had my arctic cat at the time this is a story about an arctic cat that wasn't mine that had trouble that day um and it's another ryan farm story uh 
it's it sucked. I felt bad for the guy, but on the second thought, I said, you should have listened to us when we told you. Uh, he had one of those Thundercats, the 1000s. And this is in the era where the 1000 was kind of just coming around. I don't know if Articat was the first one to have one or not. But with the Thundercat Silver, the Mud Pro had the snorkel kit thing on it. Anyway, well, this guy's going through the the kind of the center part of Ryan Farm and it started to tip over on him and it did. It went right over and we were like, we got it flipped over. Shut it off, shut it off. He wouldn't shut it off. And anyway, we finally got the bike out of the, he finally got shut off and then um, we got the bike out and uh, he said, oh no, she's all right. And we said, oh, let's dump her out. Let's clean it, make sure there's no water. And I was, no, he started it right back up. I think his plan was to go through the the, the mud hole again. He started right back up, jams on the throttle, and he's and finally, you know, it just went kaput. Like that was it. He cooked the motor right there. Uh, the rest of our ride was towing him back to his house. You know, not one of us. We went up with these guys. You know, I, there was probably ten of us, and every one of us got on our bikes and followed that guy to his house to make sure he got home. And that's what I love about us here, around here. I notice a lot of guys that I ride with, a lot of guys that I've been riding with, a lot of guys I talk to in this area. Man, you don't leave a guy alone on the trail. You And no matter what, everybody make sure someone gets home. Um, I'm going to tell this story. Um, there's going to be people that know this story too. This is a recent story. I'm not going to mention names because I have to tell this story. I was with a group of guys, and we met up with this old fella. He had a Can-Am and a side-by-side. He was at the ride farm again. He had never gone through the mud hole because he was always by himself, and he was afraid no one would tow him out. Um, we were videotaping this guy, and I'm not going to mention names for the simple fact because i got to tell this part of the story. The guy was drinking vodka. Uh, I know you're not supposed to do that, but you know what? Not everybody in the world is perfect, so... This guy was having a good time. We videotaped him. And, uh, you know, he thanked us that we let, it wouldn't leave him there. The thing is, is what I'm saying is we don't leave anybody behind. Um, if you're stuck around here, we make sure you get home. If you break down, we make sure some, you're going to get home. Uh, at least with the guys I ride with. You know, we, we make sure you, we don't leave anyone behind. Um, that's, that's not what it's about. Uh, I don't know if anyone does. If if anybody has been left alone on the trail, seriously, let me know. I want to hear that story, and I know so many other people do as well, uh, because it's just I think it's unheard of. Um, so anyway, that poor guy, I think his pride, he let the pride, his pride get the best of him that day, and uh, cooked his motor. But we made sure he got home, uh, and I was just glad that I also have one Arctic Cat story that's bad that isn't mine, although. I never did anything like that with my bike. It just kept blowing up for some reason. But uh, anyway, it led me to some other, uh, some other, um, some other, some other bikes that I got to drive. And uh, you know, my dad's three hundred King Quad or Quad Runner is not. It's 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 not a big bike, but it was fun. You know, if I could somehow get that running again for him, or at least for myself. Stalked the old man into selling that to me. Anyway, guys, uh, that's my podcast for this week. Um, like I said, I'm working on other stuff to get more people, you know, maybe have some interviews, just rider interviews or whatever. Um, 
anyone that likes to talk, give me a shout because it'd be a lot interesting if I had a second person to hang out with for a bit, which I plan on doing. Like I said, I'm sending emails, I'm doing it up. But anyway, right now, everybody, stay safe. You know, um, listen to what the officials are saying. We got to do our best to try and get this thing nipped in the bud because this guy wants to be riding for sure by May 1st. Uh, hopefully my bike's ready this week and I can get out for a ride this weekend before things get too crazy around here. I hope. So, anyway, take care. Be safe. Love your family. You know, always wear your proper riding gear and always ride responsibly. All right, peace out. Till next time.